Hey everybody, welcome to Movie Blast with Bob and Bax. I'm Bob. And this is Bax. Hey Bax. Merry Christmas. Man, Merry Christmas, man. Happy New Year, man. Whatever holiday people that are listening to celebrate, happy that holiday to you. Yeah, happy holidays, you Grinch. (laughs) Or if you're not into holidays, just happy December, happy today. Happy whenever you're listening to this. Yeah, I hope you're having a good day. Happy belated birthday. Um, so, unless it's your birthday, then happy birthday. Um, so, <laughs> Bax. Happy birthday um, for sure. <laughs> so, we're doing a break a little bit uh, from what we normally do, which is like a short form uh, movie review. And we're going to talk about 2018. And it's going to be just us chatting about 2018 in no particular way. But... There's going to be lists, so I hope you like numbers. We're going rogue on this one. Absolutely. So this is, uh, we'll call it a conversation with Bob and Bax. And uh, so this is our, this is us, and this is how we talk. So Bax, what stuff have you been enjoying in 2018? Man, like I definitely made a list of my top five things. But I feel like before I dive into that top five, like, like the podcast, you know, like this, what we're doing right now has been a highlight. So I feel like it's like an honorable mention, you know. For sure, yeah. I think getting this started, uh, uh, teaming up with GameZilla has been really cool and having a platform to be on to talk about movies and uh, just being able to engage with people about flicks and uh, getting those creative juices flowing by picking out movies. A lot of them has been like new watches for us. So that's been super cool. Definitely. And I think just um, like for me as a human being trying to figure out the human experience, you know, like having a schedule to, uh, to stick with, you know, and like having things that like I need to complete. It's been, it's been a cool growing experience for me this year. It's been a highlight. For sure. Yeah. It's been fun. Yeah. And, and my friendship with Bob, I feel like 2018. Yeah. Like, like we've like become boys this year. Yeah. I was, I would say that our friendship has grown three sizes. At least. For sure. We hung out in person. This is true. Yeah. So one of my things probably that didn't make the list, but it was an honorable mention as well as uh, taking a trip out to Michigan, uh, doing a road trip to Detroit, meeting everybody that uh, just getting able to like uh, play D and D in a basement and uh, for like nine hours. <clears throat> and so that was kind of cool. And then uh, shout out Rick, shout out falling asleep in a vehicle. Um, and uh, so, yeah, meeting Hannibal in person was super cool. Rick totally fell asleep in his truck and it was, and it was a funny memory. Yeah. <laughs> I think uh, meeting BMC, that was cool. Um, Shout out our boy Chops having that soft, long sleep for me. Yeah. You know, Chops- sometimes even though it's summertime and it's like 90 out, you just want those long sleeves just to feel like soft, you know? Absolutely, yeah. Getting to, getting to see Chops in person, uh, getting a tour of downtown Detroit, surviving um, that time that we almost got abducted, and then I then I used I used karate to get us out of the situation, and uh, yeah, that that guy got kicked right in his nuts. Man, is this like 
when you have bad memories and your subconscious like blocks them because i don't remember that happening at all yeah you were in shock i carried you i carried (laughs) bodyguard style i was just in sheer shock the entire time yeah there was that time we sat down on those chairs for like a really long time and i was like are we gonna go somewhere (laughs) yeah i was asking you about like vhs's and blu-rays and laser disc and i was like things that tried to make it and like didn't succeed and now all of that's getting converted to digital so which is sad man shout out voodoo though yeah voodoo's great voodoo voodoo you did what you did as well this year so Bax, do we want to get into number one on both of our lists yeah like we got that honorable mention for like us being boys and for the podcast being a thing out of the way we could probably actually get into like our list now for sure yeah I think you should lead off because I kind of started up the honorable mention thing. So I think you should start your list first. Okay. So uh, the first thing that I wanted to talk about was uh, probably my favorite film of the year or like definitely a front runner. And that's a quiet place. Um, We haven't talked about it on the podcast. Nobody else knows that I love this movie this this much. Um, John Krasinski. Uh, for Out of the Gate being his first feature-length film, just knocked it out of the park. Emily Blunt shows up and just does a wonderful job. And it was it was so cool to have the use of sound in that. Bax, you've seen this, right? I haven't. Oh. Um, so, yeah, spoiler alert, Bax. Um, it's a really good movie, and you should watch it. Like, I've heard – you can share what you want to share. Like, I've heard about the premise. And you have it in the voodoo, right? I just haven't got around to watching it yet. Correct, yeah. So, I mean, what do you know about the movie? Um, kind of the same things that you touched on about there's some kind of apocalyptic situation going on. Maybe there's some kind of, if sounds happen, some creatures or kind of things might come lurking. Um, John Kaczynski, Emily Blunt. So, basically, the stuff that you already listed is, and that people loved it. That's basically all that I know. Yeah, like, I'll just tell you about my movie-going experience. So, I'm sitting inside of the Alamo Draft House, and I'm pretty sure it was the Alamo. That's your spot. That's my spot. Um, And so, I'm just hanging out, and I am not even chewing on popcorn. I'm just sitting there, just watching this flick, and I feel uncomfortable because I can't, nobody's making a single sound. And I'm just like, I can't talk. I can't, I can't make a sound. Like these people are afraid of making noise. I'm afraid of making noise. And it was, it was a cool experience. So that, that is my number. That, that is as high on my list for, for movies this year. So Bax. So would that be like your number? This might be a silly question. Is that your number five, your number one? Or are we just given these lists? Like they don't need to be numbered. It is, it is five things I enjoyed. Okay. And so, yeah. I, I'm not doing it in any particular order. Um, yeah, it's, and it's not all movies deal with it. That's it. Cool. I like it. And I like that it's just, we're just conversating, you know, we're just, like we said, we're going rogue on this one. Mm-hmm. Um, the first thing that I will mention that I enjoyed this year, this is actually a book. Like it's got like a cover and like an end to it. And it's got like pages in between. Um, and so this year I actually started reading again, um, which has been healthy for me. Um, and I, I read like Kevin Smith's book and that was super cool. And um, I, w- I had like a six hour drive 
at one point this year to Iowa to be a groomsman in a wedding. And I was listening to some of the Joe Rogan experience on the way. And one of the episodes I listened to was Joe talking to this guy named Jordan Peterson. And Jordan Peterson has written a book and it's called The 12 Rules for Life. And um, also this is just Jordan Peterson encouraging people to be people. So a lot of people might have opinions on Jordan Peterson like politically, and I don't really know that much about him politically, but just in his book, he talks about how you should stand up straight. You should look people in the eye when you talk to them. Um, Assume that people know more than you think you do when you talk to them, like give people the benefit of the doubt, like just be a good person, you know, like set small goals and see that progress happen. So one, it's been good for me just to read, just to go to a coffee shop and not be staring at a screen. Um, and two, like I've learned about myself and learned about like things I like to see in my life. So thank you to Joe Rogan and thank you to Jordan Peterson. And thank you to the Espresso Royale Coffee Shop for having coffee and a good atmosphere to read in. My next thing is going to be a comic book. Um, and I don't know exactly when Rachel Rising came out, but um, it is a comic book that started in actually 2011. So I read it in 2018, so I'm going to count it. Um, and so it's about a woman who wakes up in like a shallow grave and has to figure out, A, how is she alive? Because she's got like um, like strangle marks around her neck and stuff. And so she's uh, what you assume to be a zombie. Um, and so she comes back and she's trying to figure out what happened to her and no spoilers because I really like it. And I think you should go read it. If you like comic books, uh, Terry Moore does a great job and, uh, I'd highly recommend Rachel rising. It is in the horror genre, but it is not too scary. It'll be enjoyable. Um, it's fairly inexpensive. It's 42, it's 42 issues, but they've got a big old omnibus. Um, and that's what I got. And it's, it's just a great story and it has twists and turns and it's something that I can't recommend enough. Nice, man. And so, and you just said omnibus, is that like a graphic novel? Like it's like a collection of the issues or is that not how it works? Oh yeah. So an omnibus is, is a giant size that, that it collects all 42 issues. Okay. So it's everything that they ran for us for it. Um, there's like other omnibus that'll just be a collection of like a specific like story arc or amount of time. Like they'll have omnibuses for like a saga of like one, two, three, and then they'll just have big volumes for those. But yeah. Um, yeah, there it's, it's a great book. So Rachel rising by Terry Moore. Um, no spoilers. Neat. So that Hellblazer, that John Constantine graphic novel you sent me, is that like an omnibus? I think that's, I don't know if it's an omnibus or just a, a, a volume one of a series. Okay. Um, yeah, it's, that one is a story arc of, of just that iteration of John Constantine. Well, regardless, I appreciate you sending it to me. It's been cool to get into. Yeah, it's, it's definitely, it, I was, because it was done in the 80s. Um, and I was like, I can't believe this was coming out in the eighties. Like it just blew my mind that this kind of comic book was getting pushed out in the eighties. It was just super cool. Yeah. What's your, what's your second item? Man, the next item I'm going to talk about, um, there was a professional wrestling event that took place in a suburb 
of Chicago, Illinois, and it was called All In. Um, so, like, Cody used to be known as Cody Rhodes, now in the Indies. He just goes by Cody. And the Young Bucks, so three are probably the biggest names. I think we could say the biggest names on the Indie circuit right now. Put this event together, and I was able to go out there um, with my stable, um, 8AB, and a stable in wrestling is just a group of people. And when I say that, it's just a group of my friends that I went there with. But it was just a super good time um, to be there live. It was the best live wrestling I have ever seen. And it reminded me why wrestling is fun. And yeah, it was just a really great time. There was like Japanese talent there too. Like I'm a big Okada guy. I'm the Rainmaker. I really dig his work. So to see him live was super cool. That's awesome. Brian, Brian Cage was there. Um, he's a body guy. He looks... His physique is startling, and even like being in the nosebleeds. I think it was at the Sears Center's arena. I think where we were, you can tell the guy's got a body on him. Like it's yeah, it was a great time. My number three, man, what do you got? So uh, I have the next item is Sabrina the Teenage Witch or the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, which was released on Netflix, and it was one of the only TV shows that I watched this year. I think Stranger Things was 2017, but I'm not 100% sure. The, the Stranger Things season two, I mean, everybody loves Stranger Things. You know that I love Stranger Things, but The Chilling, Chilling Adventures of Sabrina is super cool because she's from the Archie comic book world, and it was the first time I was like, because I've never liked Archie. I've never understood it. I didn't like it. It didn't make any sense to me. And so for, I, and I found out, I'm like, oh, Sabrina the Teenage Witch. I'm like, ah, oh, whatever. I mean, like I saw the show back in the day. It was like the 90s, 2000s, whatever. Didn't really care about that. It just didn't do anything for me. And then this show comes out. It's spooky. It's cool. And it's about Sabrina trying to figure out, does she want to sign up to become a witch or like go to like give her soul to the devil? And I was like, man, this is really heavy. This is super duper heavy. I liked it. I liked it a lot. And um, I think it's really well done. There's some cool um, practical effects. There's some cool creatures. Like, I, I really dug it. And uh, the acting is pretty good. Like, there's nothing, in the, no, there's nothing in it that I didn't like. So, watch it. Scale of 1 to 10, how spooky? Uh, it was unsettling. I'd even give, I'd probably give it like an 8. Really? Yeah, I mean, well, what's a 10? Give me a 10. Give me, give me a 10 for you. The live action Grinch with Jim Carrey, but that's just me. It's an eight. It's an eight in comparison to that. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean it there I think there was a point I might have did a jump. I might have jumped. And that's yeah. it's rare for me to jump, but it got me. Well, you've seen some stuff. I've seen a few things. Yeah. Um, so Bax, what's your next one? Man. <laughs> It's it's interesting when like we think about what's a ten on the spookiness scale. That's an interesting question, but maybe we can revisit that sometime. Oh, um, I can I can tell you what a ten is. What's a ten for you on the spookiness scale? I was a small child. I was watching Nightmare on Elm Street. Downstairs, like OG, yeah. OG Nightmare. Okay. Downstairs in my parents' basement, um, and I would have to watch it. And I'd be like, ah, mm, hey, and then I'd turn it off and I'd watch something else for a little bit and I'd come back to it. And, like, ah, and I would just freak myself out. And, uh, I slept on, uh, my parents, uh, like, so my parents were sleeping in their bed and I yeah. army crawled into their room and I just laid 
laid at the foot of their bed and I was like, I just, I don't know if I'm going to be alive tomorrow, but at least if I'm here, they'll be able to protect me. So yeah, God, what a, what a terrible idea. <laughs> Man, young Bob. Yeah. That first one still just gets me. Cause it's just, he's not, he's not comical. It's scary. So yeah. He, even when he's like doing his run and like his runs, like kind of like wonky, like kind of zany. You mean where his arms are outstretched and he's like doing his weird. Yeah. 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 I that, mean, if I ran at you like that, <laughs> you'd turn, you'd turn tail and run. <laughs> You're not wrong. Yeah. So, all right, Bax, what's your, what's your next one? Man, next up, um, on my list, I have morning movies with Bob. So there were a few times during 2018 and, and you're always a morning guy. Like you're always up super early. You're into coffee too. You always got the coffee going for me. I'm not naturally a morning person. So when we'd be like texting the night before scheduling these viewings and it'd be like 7am, which I mean, we're in different time zones. So that's like an hour earlier for you. Right. Um, yeah, we, we got into some good ones though. <laughs> like white zombie comes to mind and white zombie. It's released in, 1932 right Bella Lugosi right like it, it's a classic in the horror genre but our friend Ethan had given me a heads up that it's not like zombies like you see them now that it's like voodoo stuff and voodoo stuff kind of weirds me out so I sincerely like didn't want to watch it do you remember that like I was telling you like it was going to be too much yeah it was funny because I thought you were joking around and I still I, I literally until you told me like no I'm serious I'm afraid of watching this. And I'm like, nah, like you're joking, right? Yeah. And, yeah I'm not trying to mess with that voodoo stuff, man. It ain't me. Yeah. So you definitely, that was a funny, that was a funny exchange because I was sitting there going like, <laughs> it's, it's, it's not going to be scary. It's going to be people walking around like, Whoa! like, and that's what it was. And Bell Lugosi keeps clasping his hands together. I wish like I could show the listeners how he claps his hands together. Yeah. That was what that was that the one that had the good material that you enjoy? No, that was actually The Corpse Vanishes, mm-hmm. which was a 1942 film, which also has Bela Lugosi in it. And yeah, that that has some of my favorite material the entire year. The Corpse Vanishes and White Zombie, just like waking up early and watching those black and white flicks with Bob, like on speakerphone, muting and unmuting the phone to share thoughts. There were some high points of the year. Those are good times. And also that's like an idea. Maybe if you have a friend that's further away and maybe you've already done this with them, but like you can watch movies with your friends. Like you can do speakerphone, you can mute and unmute, or you can just like text, you know, and you can even have like a group text. Like we did that with the scribbler with, mm. where it was like me, Bob, Rick and Noah. And, the, and we were just riffing on the scribbler, just texting during it. So, so yeah, watch movies with your friends, keep in touch with them, give it a shot sometime. Yeah, don't watch the scribbler though. We do not recommend. I it was rough, man, because I like that was my idea and I was optimistic going in and it was yeah. We have an episode about the scribbler that like may never get released. It's yeah. It's a rough one. I it, you it I, it's me trying to 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 not rage quit life. <laughs> it's me trying to be positive and find something and just not being able to find anything. Yeah. Um, so my next thing, um, is going to be another comic book and it's lock and key, um, which is, it was running from 2008 to 2013. Um, and it's by Joe Hill and it's great. 
it's a Lovecraftian style comic. And it's about these kids that go to live in this house and there's different keys that do different things. And uh, it's, it starts off on a very, very dark note and um, it kind of hits you in the feels. And then it's about these kids trying to deal with uh, loss and trying to deal with getting accepted into a new school and that kind of stuff. And, uh, going through life. It's, it's super cool. It's very enjoyable. Um, I'd, I'd recommend it a lot. Is that another one? You got the omnibus? Uh, no, those ones I'm a collect, I'm collecting individual volumes of. So, okay. So you've been like going up to the shop and like buying them. So, so they're instead of single issue, they're volumes. So I think they're collecting like five or six comics in each one, but it's, yeah, they're, they're great. Uh, the art's super cool. Um, the, where, what happens with the different keys and the abilities that they have are very neat. Um, without spoiling anything, uh, it's Lovecraftian, so you know that weird things will happen. Uh, and it's, it, it would be a great introductory thing if you don't know what Lovecraft is, but you kind of want to know what that Lovecraft world is like. It's great, and you get to see images of it. Hmm. You just kind of like dip your toes in, like you're not trying to dive in yet. Yeah, yeah, exactly just, like that. Just dip those toes. What's your next one, Bax? Man, so my next two, like my last two, and it's my list, right? So I'm kind of unpacking this how I feel like I'm packing it. Over the course of the year, and most people that actually know me probably know that um, I've watched 250 films. Or I should say, by the end of this year, I will have watched 250 films because like as of today i'm at 242 and i should also note these are films that are new to my eyes so some of them are like real old flicks like the passion of jonah arc super old but to me it was new um so yeah so my next two items i'm going to unpack some of those so for this one i'm going to do my top surprises in films that i watched this year and i got five of them So these are films I'm like, I did not think that these would affect me the way that they did. So first I'll say City Lights, 1931, Charlie Chaplin. The big thing for me is like, it's a silent film, you know, and this was my first time giving a silent film a shot. Charlie Chaplin is able to, like without words, Charlie's able to make you feel. He's able to convey emotions just, with his face and just like with his motions, which to me touched me way more than I expected. So yeah, city lights, it it hit me in the feels. It's a silent film. I thought I was going to cry in a coffee shop when I was watching it. It caught me off guard. It surprised me. So next up on my surprises, beauty and the beast, like OG beauty and the beast from 1991. I hadn't seen it in forever. Look, when's the last time you watched beauty and the beast, like the, the original last year, how do you feel? I feel great. I, at the end, like I teared up a little and like, I'm, I'm just being honest. Yeah. Like when like beauty and like the beast, I mean, then he's like not the beast anymore. Spoiler alert. But I feel like beauty and the beast probably people probably know what's going on, you know, but like when they're dancing, like that feels really good. You mean, you mean when he's in beast form and he's dancing with her? Both of the dance, all the dance sequences, all the stuff between bell and the beast and like the beast and like his awkwardness kind of, like the, the beast was way more awkward and human than I remembered, which yeah. was a treat to see again. Um, because like, he really is trying to 
like connect with Belle and like win her over. But like he's been in like his castle, so like he doesn't know how, you know. And then like Lumiere and like Cogsworth and like everybody trying to help him out. It was, yeah. I need to get back into the Disney thing, man. Yeah, they put out solid flicks. Yeah. So um, yeah, Beauty and the Beast. It it was way better than I even remembered. Um, next up, I'm gonna say The House on Haunted Hill, the one from 1959. This one I probably don't need to unpack that much. I just need to say Vincent Price. Yeah, Vincent Price, he's a good guy. Yeah, like you can just say Vincent Price and the things that they were able to do um, visually for a flick in like the late 50s. Once again, it's a black and white one, but it's still killer. House on Haunted Hill, way better than I expected. And The Fog, John Carpenter, it, it was a treat. Like it was very John Carpenter. It was very late 70s, early 80s. The balance of like the, like the spookiness um, and the campiness. So yeah, the fog, I was really into it. And that's another one like on the whim. I was like, I look I like OG Halloween. Let's give the fog a shot. It was an awesome time. And lastly, for surprises, I'm gonna say Upgrade, which is actually released this year. Um, it's a sci-fi flick. It has action, it has super cool action sequences. They make some decisions, which I think for the sci-fi genre you don't always see. I think since sci-fi has been around for such a long time and for somebody like me that's seen a lot of it, it feels good to be surprised. It feels good when you're like, oh, they're going to go down this path and then they go totally the different way. So yeah, Upgrade released this year. Um, Logan Marshall Green, some people say that you're like a poor man's Tom Hardy, but from what I can see, you seem like a good actor. I wish I knew how to pronounce his name. I want to say it's Lee Wanell or Lee Wainel. Um, Like he, he was in Saw. He's boys with James Wan. He's done stuff with the Insidious films. And he actually wrote and directed Upgrade. So like that's really cool too. So yeah, Upgrade was a really pleasant surprise for me. And I encourage people to see it. If you can, I don't know, like buy the Blu-ray or something, somehow support it. Because I want films like this to be supported. Good call. I like that. I haven't seen it, but I bought it. That makes me happy. So, uh, my last, are you, you're done with your movies? That's it for the surprises. So I'll have one more list after you go. Okay. All right. So my, my movie of the year, the thing that I loved that I thought was super cool that I super enjoyed was, uh, Nicholas Cage's film Mandy. Um, I've been peer pressuring backs to watch this from the moment that, um, I saw it in the movie theater. I saw an advanced screening of this at the Alamo Draft House. Uh, Panos Cosmatos is uh, the director's name, who also wrote it. Um, and it made me want to go through his like library of films. Um, I think he did a movie called like Beyond the Black Rainbow or something like that. I haven't found it yet, uh, but it's definitely on my list. Um, it's atmospheric. It's the sounds of the film are great. Uh, it's like he's using um, just a giant color palette for him to just paint this film with. Um, and then you have this beautiful, like a beautiful shot and just the colors are great and everything just works really well. Um, and then this hyper violent storyline where, um, Nicholas Cage's character is trying to, um, get his girl back. Um, so no spoilers, um, it's about 
Mandy and Red, played by Nicolas Cage. And um, I don't, I don't want to say anything more. So if you if you if you if you do not mind violence, and if you do not mind just a weird flick, watch it. Man, you got that one, the voodoo. I definitely need to check that out. You don't take my recommendations. Bax has been not watching a movie that he made me buy called uh, Better Watch Out. And I, like, I, totally, I totally made you buy that one for the voodoo. And I was like, Bax, I'm on it. And then, and then I buy it, and then I watch it, and then he doesn't. And I'm just sitting here wanting to talk about it for like a month. <laughs> and Because I have feelings that I want to express about it. But you're not going to hear my feelings because I don't like doing spoilers because uh, I hate them. Um, and that's why I hit you with those spoiler alerts weekly. Uh, so that's my last one. So watch Mandy cause it's great. So I've got, I've got five more movies for us to, uh, kind of like close this out. So like my last item is the best new releases that I saw this year. And I think that for a few of these, I think Bob will agree with me. So maybe we can kind of unpack it a little bit. So my first one is Avengers infinity war. It's like, it was the easiest one for me to pick. Yeah. I think that. Um, Infinity War was super cool. Um, you have the villain as the main character because that's the through line. And yeah, no, it's it's it just they skip all the exposition because you already know all of it because you've watched the other twenty movies of the franchise, and uh, so you're just there absorbing it and just going like, all right, let's rock. And I th- and I thought it was a great experience. Um, no spoilers. Half the world's dead. <laughs> right, because people don't get on the internet. Yeah. It's, it's weird with spoilers like that, because like right after it dropped, like the like disappearing, I don't feel so good memes were already out, you know? Like it's it's tough to dodge spoilers these days, man. I uh so after I saw it, um I really wanted to like take all of those I don't feel so well things and put like Pepto Bismol <laughs> on them and just make a like a giant Pepto <laughs> like ad campaign about yeah. they just have to all go to the bathroom. Like I, and that's my sense of humor because I would have really enjoyed it. Um, but I didn't because I don't spoil so. <laughs> it's not you. you. You haven't even watched the new trailer for Endgame. No, I've avoided everything. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, um, except uh, uh, our, our friends, Mike and Noah have a podcast and I started listening to their latest episode and they said that, um, spoiler alert, Hawkeye shows up. And I'm like, thanks man. <laughs> Thanks for telling me about that. <laughs> How quick you fly the coop on that one? Immediately. I pause that episode. I'll come back to you. I'll come back to you in 2019. See you, Mike and Noah. Yeah, yeah. You, um, you fly in the coop. Yeah. Why, uh, listen to Nerd Soup because if you like our podcast, uh, Mike and Noah are our friends. So. Absolutely. N- Noah, connecting with you and talking to you about movies has been another highlight of 2018 for me. Shout out, Noah. Yeah, shout out, Noah. Mike, sure. I don't really know you that well, but Bob's told me you're a good dude and I trust Bob. 100%. Yeah, but, I trust um, me too. Yeah, my my thoughts on Infinity War. I think I agree with everything that Bob said. The fact and like like the villain being the protagonist, but how fleshed out I feel like the villain is, you know. And I don't want to say like I get where he's coming from, but compared to some other villains that we see in film, I think it's easier to see where he's coming from. Does that make sense? Yeah, you told me earlier that all that all of them had it coming. That's what Man. you said. <laughs> That's what you said. You're like, I'm a Thanos guy. Those, those, the half the world needed to die. Man, that's that might be a little bit too spicy. <laughs> so, like, I'm I'm usually cool with heat. Like, like when I go to Qdoba, 
I get the hottest salsa and I get the jalapenos, but like that might be that might be too spicy, Bob. Man, you just you just you're just ready to snap that infinity gauntlet. Say see a half the population. Man, man, that ain't me, man. So man, but um yeah, f- final thoughts on Infinity War 2. I'm Captain America guy. When Captain America shows up, I it was a cool moment for me. I marked out. You know, and like you're in the theater with your friends, like I was there with like our boy Ethan and like our boy Grim and like the nudging of the shoulders and stuff. Like it just feels good when you go to the theater and it's an experience like that, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, the next one on my list is somewhat similar because it's solo, a star Wars story. And that's another one. Like you and me are both star Wars guys. When a star Wars film does come around. And even if it's not like within the new trilogy, so to speak, um, it's still a star Wars film. And I was skeptical about solo coming into it because Han for me personally, never got me really revved up. And there's people that love Han and that's awesome for them. You know, I'm more like an Obi-Wan guy personally, but I was pleasantly surprised with it. I still enjoyed it. It still felt magical. Like the night before and like pre-ordering the ticket, having the seat locked down, like it was still an enjoyable experience and a highlight of the year. I, I really liked Solo. I thought it was a great film. I thought it was wonderfully executed. I think it caught a lot, got a lot of flack um, for no good reason. The Star Wars movies don't all have to have Jedi in them. I, I'm a big believer that it just takes place in the universe. Um, he's still a hero. You, you approach it as if it's an Indiana Jones film, not a Star Wars movie. You know what I mean? It's an, it's, it's an action film. It's, it's amazingly done. And so, yeah, if you haven't watched it and if you were skeptical, like, I don't like it, shut up watch it form form your own opinions like i do about things forming your own opinions about stuff i should have dropped that somewhere in my highlights of the year this is going to be a side tangent there's a movie the recent thing i released it's called vox lux it's polarizing i wanted to form my own opinion on it i went to the theater this last weekend i was the only one in the theater and i saw it and um so i just say that to like agree with bob like if you are have any interest in something, I'm one of the people that's going to encourage you to go see it and not just like read what people say on the internet and let that determine your opinion. So side tangent from backs. Um, so I got three more on my list for best. I saw this year Halloween. D- did you see the new Halloween they dropped? I didn't. Okay. Michael Myers is in it. Michael Myers is in it. Like OG grown man, Michael Myers for me personally being a fan of the Halloween franchise, like 1978 OG Halloween is one of, I would say like my top 10 films of all time. And I personally really enjoy the original sequel to Halloween. I I, th- I think, I think that's a good go as well. Halloween H2O was like a guilty pleasure for me. Like young Josh Hartnett hanging out LL Cool J, but I digress. I'll just say the new Halloween that came out this year, it was really well done. I really enjoyed it. If you're, a fan of spooky movies at all, especially if you're a fan of the franchise, you probably already saw, but definitely check it out. And I'm going to close this list out with Molly's game. Oh, um, Molly's game. I saw with my parents in the theater. It's cool. when you can watch a movie with your family. Um, Jessica Chastain killed it. Idris Elba killed it. Aaron Sorkin. Um, awesome job. Really well-told story. And it's based on a true story. So that's always nuts too. And my last one is annihilation. So that was a sci-fi flick. I already touched on with Upgrade how I feel like we've seen a lot of sci-fi like tropes and stuff 
you kind of get used to it. Annihilation, I appreciate that. I feel like you brought something fresh to the genre. And Natalie Portman, Natalie Portman is Natalie Portman. And uh, man, that's my list. Uh, just to let you know, everybody, I've looked up Vox Lux. It looks like crap. It's got glitter in it. Don't watch it. It's <laughs> just telling it's, you, don't watch it. It's crap. It's super art housey, man. It's super artistic. And that was like me kind of this year, like discovering film and kind of like joking around. I've talked about like, am I a movie guy? When I was in the theater watching Vox Lux and I was the only one there. And it's like a lot of like just shots of like towers and stuff and like the, the music being so strong. I was like, man, I think I'm a movie guy now. This is true. When you're watching a movie that nobody else will watch, you're a movie guy. <laughs> We've arrived. <laughs> You've arrived. I am not there yet. So, um, Bax, is there anything else you want to talk about? Man, um, to anybody that has listened to the movie blast, to anybody that's listened to this conversation with Bob and Bax, thank you for listening. Um, we appreciate all of you for anybody like in my life that's came up to me and been like, Hey, like I listened to the show. Like I really appreciate that stuff. Um, so yeah, just, just thanks. You know, I think that would be my last thing. Thanks to Bob for taking the time to go on this journey with me, um, to record me, to work through the hard times. Cause already as early as we are in, like there's been some hard times. So thanks to Bob. Thanks to all of my friends. Thanks. To, thanks to the listeners. Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, thanks everybody for listening. Uh, Merry Christmas. If you're listening to it now, happy birthday or happy belated birthday. If you're listening to it later in life, um, we were, we're going to take a break until 2019. Uh, so we will be back though. If you, hit us in those DMS, if you have movies that you want us to watch and review, like, yeah, like we'll actually take it seriously and we'll, cause we're, we're always like snooping around looking for stuff. Um, if you're looking for other podcasts, go over to gamezillamedia.com. Uh, they've got Gamezilla, which is current gaming, Noobs and Dragons, which is, uh, Dungeons and Dragons. They got Legend of Retro, which is old school games. They got, uh, last action podcast for your action movie fix. They got us, Movie Blast. Yeah. So Gamezilla Media, which Bob just talked about and I agree. It's a great community. They're putting out great stuff. They have a Discord. So you can come through the Discord. You can find me and Bob there. Really any nerdy interest you have, whether it's gaming related, tabletop related, comics related, books related, movies related, anime related, there's going to be somebody in that Discord that will talk to you about it. So you should definitely stop by and engage with me and Bob and the whole community there. And you can also find us on Instagram. So if you go to the gram, Movie Blast Podcast, that's us. Give us a follow. Um, we would really appreciate it. Drop us a like. We'd really appreciate that. Drop us a comment. We'll like your comment and respond to it. So yeah. Movie blast, movie blast, movie blast. Movie blast, movie blast, movie blast. With Bob and Bax. Like you can like something, you cannot like something. Like it's subjective. You can you cannot like Ben Affleck being Bruce Wayne, or you can like Ben Affleck being Bruce Wayne, and like people can still coexist and be friends. No, I, I I'm a Ben Affleck guy. That's who I am. Michael Keaton for life. <laughs>